From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We try to be the morning show for entrepreneurs out there, business leaders. I love small business and we try our best to bring value to your life each and every morning so you can take your business to the next level. Now on today's program, we're going to do something we've never done before. I'm actually going to share with you some behind the scenes, uh, an excerpt from a recent one-on-one business coaching call that I did with Andrew Martinez from Dallas, Texas. He has a small business down there. He does some lawn care, some landscaping, and he wants to beef up revenue and he's considering adding pressure washing and power washing services. And so he was following my story where I was watching on the YouTube, the lawn care juggernaut and uh, Brad Bear from Copper Creek, some of the other guys doing these pressure washing, power washing videos. So I got a surface cleaner, a pressure washer, 4,200 PSI, and I started cleaning some houses, driveways, sidewalks, back patios, things of that nature. And Andrew wanted to pick my brain on equipment, on pricing, on marketing, and if it's a good idea for him to implement power washing, pressure washing in his business. And he's just trying to find that sweet spot in his business of where he can make the most money and, and have the most margin in his schedule and things like that. So we talk through that and uh, you can go ahead and enjoy being a fly on the wall, if you will of that coaching call. Thank you to today's show sponsor, Jobber. Uh, Jobber is the CRM, the customer relations manager, the business management software, whatever. I know there's a lot of lingo out there for what it is, but basically it's the program that I use. They have an app and I personally like to use the desktop. I'm just kind of old school like that, but it's where I go ahead and I send out an invoice to a client. And that way, the job that I just do, it is now stored forever. So if I go to sell my business one day, I have that valuable information. And most importantly, it helps me to get paid on time and fast because I can have a customer's card on file and with their permission and, and you know clear communication, I can charge that customer's card on file or you know, if you want to do the route where they just pay with their card, you send them the invoice, you can do that as well. So no more checks in the mail, checks in the grill with Jobber. You can get paid faster, which is going to save you time. And it reduces the hassle of printing out an invoice and putting it in someone's mailbox or all of that clunkiness that I've experienced for years is out the window. And Jobber makes running my business a lot more streamlined, a lot more easier. I should have listened to Brian Ring. Uh, he he uses another CRM, but for years he was just hammering me, Polly, Polly. And he was, you know, take screenshots and show me how he's using a business management software to streamline his business, running a half million dollar business. Here I am back in the day, just running my simple business. And I, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, uh, yellow pad and, and, and paper invoices. And anyway, I wised up and uh, used Jobber and uh, it helps me run my business a lot faster. So we appreciate them. They were actually our very first sponsor back in the summer of... 2019, I believe it was, and um, really appreciate them uh, partnering with us at the Green Industry Podcast, and uh, 
think you would love their business management software to help you in your business. Also, thank you to our friends at GPS Track It and the Hardscape Academy. So without further ado, friends, I want to have Mr. Producer fire up this conversation that I had. And of course, we have the permission of Andrew Martinez. We do uh, these coaching calls all the time. And most people want to stay confidential. They don't want me blasting our, our uh, conversation, uh, you know, to the world or even mentioning their name and all of that. So I, I say all that to say, if you've been on a coaching call before, don't worry. Everything is purely confidential. Andrew uh, gave me his permission and thought it'd be fantastic to, to share this uh, with you guys. So of course, we have that, and I uh, just wanted to go ahead and say that. And oh, yeah, Mr. Producer, thank you. Last but not least, I'm actually holding it in my hand here, and I forgot to mention the new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, is now available uh, on paperback, and uh, basically every format there is, you can get it at Amazon. They make it super easy, and uh, we'd appreciate if you picked up a copy or two or three, or Brian Fullerton got 250, Mike Pletz got 10, and uh, guys in the community are just really showing support to the Green Industry Podcast uh, by buying in bulk and then sharing those uh, with others. We appreciate that. So, our brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, Wisdom from Leaders in the Green Industry, is now available. So pick up a copy or two or take a listen or a read uh, today. We'd appreciate that. So without further ado, here's my chat with Andrew Martinez about pressure washing. See, I was able to eventually you know, uh, have a sit down with, uh, Potashnik. And so, I mean, it was a little bit better, but it was, it was nowhere near this kind of sense where you can just, I can call you up, I can call you up, make an appointment, you know, compensate you for your time and get a little bit of, uh, the knowledge that you, that you've been pulling together. I mean, that wasn't heard of back in the day, Paul, that in of itself, I would pay, that was unheard of. I mean, when you think about consultation, oh, and in fact, I think, uh, in one of the videos, it may ring a bell for you. Toshnik and his brother, uh, Andrew, he has a marketing thing in Florida. And uh, I think they they were paying some big wig, like 1500 bucks an hour just for, for consultation, man. It was, it, was, it was insane. So I heard that kind of stuff. So it was on the platform. It was either nothing or it was something like that. There was no in between. So all of this coming around, I mean, it, it's, it's like going to school. It's literally hearing from many professors in their own field of profession. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, these 20 year olds, they could listen to Caleb Allman talk hardscaping, Brian talk lawn and snow and, you know, Naylor talk lawn and just all these, all yeah. these shows we're putting out are free. It's like these, these, it's, it's like a free college education. I just, I just hope people appreciate it. Cause like you said, when I was hungry in 2011, 2012, I joked, the other day on Brian Shaw's broke, busted, and disgusted, but I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have all this. I, I, there, this. This didn't exist, and I had to make all these foolish business decisions that I had to pay for because I just I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the understanding. No, no, no. Now that's uh, now it's a blessing of Tillerson too. Uh, LCR, all these guys are all in the same way. I don't know how the Ballards got away with it, but, <laughs> but, you know, all, all those other fellers were, uh, you know, we're, I think we're in the same pool. Um, we're not having that knowledge. And yeah, I mean, that's one thing that rings true with me with Caleb is he was ballsy enough just to go ahead and say, Oh yeah, I crushed the first company. And in essence, pretty much married and handed it to his, to his lady. <laughs> and now he's Nicole. successful. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. 
And so, yeah, man, that's a, well, that just pushes me into, you know, it's just a privilege to be able to talk to you. And, you know, thanks for taking the time to um, let me ask you some of these things. And um, I, I, what I've tried to do, um, I've talked to, um, what's that other cool dude? Y'all met him out there at the, give him electric mower to him. Uh, Kibler. What's, uh, oh, Bronson. Yeah. Bronson Kibler down in Bradenton, Florida. Yeah, he's doing really well. And I, I was, I DM'd him here a little while back and he was gracious enough to just have about a 10 minute conversation with me with his experience in power washing. And I know I've heard you before you got into it for a little while, something happened and you just kind of, uh, just kind of stepped away from it out of fear. And so I, w- I wanted to pick your brain because you're getting back into it. Uh, and I wanted to get different perspectives from different people like Bronson, you know, he's going from hot to cold. He's going to financing the green industry and he's, he's a set startup and it seems like it's going well for him. So I like to get that as, you know, I like to get a perspective on getting into something like that. And then I've been doing a lot of YouTube right. And it's kind of surfing and looking around and I wanted to kind of get your perspective too. It's like, okay, you tried it for a little bit. You're, you're in my shoes. You're in the green industry. You try to add something, something happened, something broke. And you're like, oh, I don't want that light. And then stepped away from it. I almost kind of got scared. And I'm not saying that as, pointing fingers because I do that all the time and that's why I'm trying to pick your brain and then you decide to uh, jump back into it um, so you, there's something there about it and I'm of the fact where I'm still very much an owner operator I'm trying to grow and expand but it's just the employment side I just can't seem to keep guys a stick no matter how much I pay how much time I give off no matter how many principles I try to set up it's just it's just hard and so I'm like well if I'm going to be stuck on average out here you know several months a year on my own I'd rather, as much as I love it, drum back the mowing and do something uh, with margin that can kind of help offset that I'm still not killing myself and I can still make a nut. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I got a decent customer base that I think I can advertise to. And um, that's that's just where I'm at. I was like, well, I'm, I'm exploring the, the poot scoot side of things. So I'll talk on a little bit that later. And then now I'm looking at something like this. Just because, you know, low barrier of entry. Uh, I'm a professional. I know how to do things. I can kind of add it to. And I have a clientele base that I might be able to. And several buddies in the business that might be able to turn me on to some business as well um, uh, for something like this. But, oh, yeah. you know, and, I just don't want to go. And your go customers, your, your already pre-existing customers that you've either done a, a, you know, you've done lawn work for before. If they already know, like, and trust you, then it's easy to say, hey, I can clean up your driveway or your um, sidewalk. I mean, that's just low-hanging fruit to, to market exactly. to, the, to your exactly. warm, hot market for sure. The two biggest um, attractions to me with pressure washing is, uh, first and foremost, the fact that it's a one and done job. And so for my personal schedule, you know, next month I'm going to, or this month, I think I'm going to the Toro company in Minnesota next month's mm-hmm. GIE in Kentucky, the next month's Fullerton's in Michigan. And I got all kind of invitation. I mean, the amount of invitations I'm getting to travel and to go here and there is, is overwhelming. So I don't, cool. I, I can't do, um, cause to the high end customers here in Atlanta, they want you to come basically year round. Um, I only charge them in my contract 48 weeks, but really we usually go 52 anyway. And so I, this is just me personally, this isn't what I would recommend to the general public, but because I want to start taking more of these invitations and travel, I want to look for what are, what are services that I could do one time 
and just block off schedules. Let's say uh, April uh, 2022, I'm going to be in Georgia. Well, I know that I could schedule a bunch of core aerations or pressure washing jobs that are one and done. And then I can travel a bunch in May and June. But if I'm all lawn maintenance, then I have to, uh, you know, the opportunity cost, I have to turn away those type businesses. So that's just personally the attraction to a job where you only have to do it once a year or in pressure washing cases, some people might only want it once every three or four years. It's one of those things that I learned from Caleb Allman. It's like, oh, you can block off, you know, this week for GIE, you can block off this week for vacation. When you're in landscape enhancements or or, um, installations, then your schedule, you can just block weeks off and take them off because you don't have that pressure of, where you have, Oh, I can't go, I can't go out of town cause I have to do this lawn maintenance. And that's something no one ever taught me. So I ended up getting crazy amount of volume with lawn care to where I couldn't even go out of town. And if I would, it'd have to be on a perfect scenario where I left Friday afternoon and it didn't rain that week and we got everything done. And then I'd be stressing out all Saturday and Sunday while I'm visiting at my sister's house at the beach. And then I'm, you know, Monday morning, I'm right back to mowing. And, um, there's benefits of that for sure. The, the reoccurring revenues automatic. If you, you have a I mean? crew though, if you have a crew. Yeah. Right. Well, I was, I was solo, you know, just with a, a helper here or there, but I was solo. So anyway, I, my mind a while ago started thinking, what are, what's something that I could just do when I'm in town that I could make some money. And then what happened was I just fell in love with the satisfaction. You get done pressure washing it, it's like exhilarating because it's so, it, it goes from being so dirty to so clean. It's just, um, aside from the money, it's just like, you just feel good. You just, it just feels satisfying. It feels, um, I, I just, well, it's, it's, I like it's, it's it. Along the lines, it's along the lines of doing like a, like a, like a mulch job or like doing a mowing. That's something that's instant gratification for both the, the client and really the person doing it. Cause yeah, walk away, man, that's a clean, sleek looking lawn. Oh, that's a, that's a completely clean looking driveway now. I mean, that's, it, it enhances someone's life and how they perceive you. Uh, so I, I totally get that. And that's why I think part of the reason too, I'm finding my way trying to get back into that. That's why I'm trying to yeah. put people and you mentioned, people in brains. You mentioned the low entry. That, so there's two, there's two ways to go about it. And I did some research on it. I actually visited um, a company that does, I think they do seven figures of, of pressure washing, but they only do pressure washing. So they got their rigs, you know, completely set up for only pressure washing and, and they got, everything's organized, but they'll clean your roof. They'll clean your house. They'll clean your driveway. And, and then they got all the they got all the bells and whistles. And so for me, that was a turnoff. It's like, I, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to be that company where I'm just, um, it's too far. Right. Yeah. yeah. But what I, what I do see as a ROI move is you get a, a 4,000 or 4,200,000, um, PSI, uh, pressure washer. You don't even need that. You can get a 3,500 PSI and do it professionally. You know, that, that's going to run you around a grand or 1200 bucks, depending on if you go with Simpson echo, uh, but both those brands are really good. There's a couple other brands that are decent or not decent, but good, but I haven't used them. I just, you know, they have good reviews and then you pick up a surface cleaner for a few hundred bucks. It's like, okay, you're at 1500 bucks. All your insurances and things of that nature from lawn care cover over so you're turning a profit after 1500 bucks, which is so much better than 
you know, hardscaping or, or something like that, where you just like, you have to buy the skid steer, the mini skid steer, all this stuff. It's like right. every job is profit after, you know, four or five jobs. It, it It's just like profit, 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 profit. Meaning, you know, you, you, you don't have any, um, I mean, whatever you, an air filter or oil change for the pressure washer. But I mean, it's like, it's, uh, okay. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, I, I thought, that I didn't, I knew I, I don't, I don't want to build the big rig, $30,000 rig and, and, you know, be doing this huge pressure washing, Paul's pressure washing or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. I, I thought, Hey, you know what I mean? And it is crazy. If you think lawn care is crazy with, uh, you, you, you mow sweet Sue's yard and then the neighbors start coming out and like, Hey, can you do mine? The pressure washing thing's crazy. It's like, you're pressure washing a driveway and people would just like stop their car and put their window down. Like, what's that? Oh my gosh. Like, it's just wild. <laughs> like, hey, can you do my, I mean, it's just, it's almost like the marketing plan is the organic marketing of it's just like, you, you, there's so many people that are just attracted to that because of the before and after. And then the neighbors where um, in Atlanta, we have the sidewalks. There's like one strip of grass and then there's the neighborhood sidewalk. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah. So then where you pressure wash, uh, right where the neighbor's sidewalk starts, where the property line is, is filthy, dirty. And then the other one's so uh-huh. clean. So it's like, it's so stark. Make it good before and after pick. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. then, um, you know, the, the neighbor wants it. And, and so anyway, then the other boundary that I drew, this is just me personally. I'm not saying this is best practice for the pressure washing community. Sure. Um, but I didn't, this is where these guys niche down and make big money. I personally don't want to get into it, but that's when you start cleaning the house and the roof. And mm. I personally am afraid of heights. I, I worked in roofing and I quit cause I, cause I'd look over the edge. I don't of know how you building. did that, bro. And I was like, I, can't forget I, that. I asked, I asked the boss, man. I said, Hey, like my, my brain's thinking if you fall, you're going to die. You know, we're at this huge building. I was like, what happens if you like slip when you're getting on the ladder? And he's like, well, that's it. You know, you'll meet Jesus. And, and I was like, it was so nonchalant, like no big deal. You know what I mean? And I'm like, every time I'm getting on and off the ladder, I'm like, my hands are nervous. And I was like, forget this. I'm not risking my life being on this tall building. And, uh, so, bucks, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Mickey, my buddy, Mickey fell off a roof and I uh, landed in the bush and, and uh, oh man, he, he survived. It was a miracle. Cause he landed wow. in a, he landed in a bush, but, um, I said, forget that. So pressure washing a roof or a house personally, I'm, I don't want to do it, but. And that was one thing I wanted to ask you was, have you got into that was, exactly what you hit on and I'm in the same boat. I mean, and that's why I wanted to ask you, uh, I didn't know if you had multiple crews at one point in lawn care and all that, but you're from what it sounds like you're basically doing what, where I'm at now. I'm just kind of, I'm going to call myself a solar solo operator. Um, I only have usually one or two guys with me uh, season in and season out after about 2016, 2017. And I'm just kind of getting to that point. And that's why I wanted to pick your brain about it was, Stuff like that. I'm very much the same way. I'm I'm very afraid of heights. Uh, I'm okay sometimes on particular roofs, but I'm not going to do it for a living. I do Christmas lights, and I just you know kind of give away some of the profits to the guys working with me at the time or one buddy I have here. And I'm just like I'm just letting you know right now, 
I'll be a good ground guy for you. I'm not getting on the roof. That's just how it's going to be. If you don't like it, we don't have to do Christmas lights. <laughs> well, and so I, I just told him that, man. I'm like, no, I'm not going to get up there. So yeah, I think I, if, I hear if you. you can establish the boundary, like very, very firm in your heart, because they'll push you on it. Um, probably 60 to 70% of the time they'll be like, Hey, can you clean my house too? Can you, and, and there'll be some additive that they'll want you to clean once the pressure washer's fired up and you're going to town and they see how clean it is. And for me as like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I can't do that. There was some times where I started to do that. And then it's just like, I, I don't, uh, you got to get an extension one and, and you got to, um, you know, once it, once it's, once the ladder's out, forget about it. Now they, they do have extension wands where you could do the siding of the house if you want to. And, um, I got this solution that's called easy wash that goes into the, um, uh, to the pressure washer that I use. It just, it, it sucks right into it and then comes out and you just spray it on. And, uh, I mean, that kind of gets rid of a lot of the mold and mildew and, and gunk itself. And then you just kind of rinse it off. So if you just, if you just have the boundary where you just say, Hey, listen, I ain't getting on the ladder, but, um, I'd be happy to, you know, if it's just a ranch or something like that, you know what I mean? If as long as I'm standing, and that's what I'm trying to look at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, kind of like the twelve foot and below rule, like yeah, when you're pruning the tree or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they'll push you on it, and if you're not careful, then you'll do. You know, you'll be like, oh, okay, and then next thing you know, you're 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 stepping out of bounds, and um, yeah. so, but it's even better if you just are like, hey, we just we just do driveways. And, you know, you charge 300 bucks or 250 or whatever. I don't know if it's a big driveway, you could charge more and you just, you just come in and run the surface cleaner. Now, I don't know how many, um, driveways, do you have a pressure washer and all that? No, I mean, I can easily go out and get them. I just, I'm just really want to talk with people right now to see. If yeah. That's so, so it's that, definitely an art to it. it. The guys on YouTube make it look all easy. And my first, I know. my I first, <laughs> um, my first seven or eight, what happened was I pressure washed and when you're done, it's still wet. So you can't really see the result until like, you know, two or three hours later when it completely drives. Oh, so I was going back and I'm looking at the job and it looked horrible. It, it, it was uh, streaky and uh, it wasn't a, uh, it didn't look good. And so the way that I figured out how to do it better was to go slow, like real slow and, and go, let's say I'm going left to right with the surface cleaner, you know, mm-hmm. start at the top of the driveway. So everything works its way to the, to the street or whatnot. Sure. And I'll yeah. go left to right real nice and slow. And, and then, um, you know, at a real slow pace, cause I was going too fast early on and I figured out that's why I was streaking. And then I'll go the opposite direction, you know, like uh, vertical. So basically every area got hit twice when I'm done and I'll just do one rectangle at a time. I don't know in Dallas how the driveways are, but we usually have like eight rectangles in one driveway. Um, they're like cookie cutter houses. Um, no, it's pretty, it's pretty standard. Like in a, Call it like an HOA kind of lawn, uh, your spec homes. They're, yeah, cookie yeah. cutter. So they'll, they'll, I think it's, from what I've seen on your videos, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, so they're like six, they'll be either six rectangles or eight rectangles in the driveway. And then I just I just do one rectangle at a time. And, you know, so I'll start, start by the garage in the mm-hmm. top left and I'll just do that rectangle real slow, you know, left to right. Then I'll go up and down. Then I'll go over to the next rectangle and then I'll move down, you know, down. And and then that way, then when I'm done and I go back, it looks really nice. So that was one rookie mistake that I made is 
I just went too fast and then it looked horrible with streaks. And so obviously if you do get into it, you want to make sure every driveway looks immaculate because the, the pressure will clean it. Um, I don't, I've watched so many YouTube videos where some guys argue you need solution and you could charge the customer more for the solution, you know, kind of upcharge or whatever. And then, um, some guys will put a sealant on afterwards so that it will stay cleaner longer. And, um, I never got in why well, I, I tried, I didn't try the sealant, but I tried the, the pre-wash stuff. And I did, honestly, I found that if I don't use anything at all, it looks awesome. And, um, so I, I, I mean, I'm just honest with the customer. I, I don't, I didn't get too deep into it and, and, and the, um, upselling just wasn't a priority to me. So I just would tell them, Hey, I, I think it's going to look fine. Just cleaning it as is, and it'll save you a little bit of money. And, um, I, I just went all natural. So, um, mm-hmm. there is guys. And that's another thing. And that's another thing you touched on. I was, I was, I was going to ask you about how do you handle like solutions, bleaches, cleaners, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Now, is it even necessary the, on that? Well, so, and I'm, I think honesty and communication is the most important thing. If there's a big old oil, you know, if, if the guy changes oil or leaks oil and, and there's just a big old oil stain in the driveway, mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell him, listen, that ain't coming out. And, uh, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to, I'll try my best, but that stuff is in, that stuff's in the concrete. Forget about it. It's, it's, um, 4,200 pressure, pressure, whatever formula I haven't been able to get it out. And so I just tell them the oil ain't coming out, but all the dirt, all that stuff, you throw 4,200 PSI on it. That water pressure is going to rinse it right out. So that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure, man. I'll cut your finger off. You're not careful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and and then I when I so the the machine that I have is is from Echo. It's 4200 psi, and it comes. You you put. So I would buy this solution. Um, I tried uh, a, a bunch of different the uh, um, brands. The best one I found was in a green bottle called Easy Wash. Uh, I'd rinse a house, the side of a house and I'd spray that easy wash and it would just automatically rinse the grease and the gunk off the house. Huh. It was, fan- it was fantastic. And then, um, I'd rinse it off. So I would huh. say okay. in, in my opinion, this isn't, this is thinking as a business owner for profit and stuff. If you're going to do a side of a house where you don't have to get on a ladder or anything like that, I would definitely use solution for a house. Um, I, 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 they have it at Lowe's and home Depot or on Amazon. It's in a green bottle and it's called E then the letter Z then wash. That stuff is phenomenal. And I, I'm telling you, I've tried a bunch of different, um, at Lowe's and, and, um, home Depot in the cleaning aisle, they have stuff like pressure washing, power washing, uh, you know, outdoor cleaning is I think one of the popular brands they had. And I tried them all, man. I'm telling you that stuff in the green bottle works best. So my, okay. Okay. my conclusion is that, um, if you, if you do have these little two story or one story houses where you can just stand on the ground and, you know, um, that, uh, I would use the solution, I'd rinse it first, then use a solution, then rinse it on the driveway. Now, now, now does that work? Um, sorry to interrupt you. Now does that work like 
like on like vinyl housing, trailer homes, um, or do you just pretty much stick with like brick homes and no, it, it, it will it will like it will work on vinyl for sure. So that uh, and that's the thing you're not going to damage the house because you're using the the setting on the um, the yellow nozzle on the pressure washer. If you're standing far mm-hmm. enough away, I think it's uh, there's a zero degree. Uh, red nozzle, which absolutely never use on a house. You'll, you'll do damage. Never use the red, the red one. And yeah, red. No, don't do not use. Um, that thing's broke. Uh, I've seen that break concrete before and I wouldn't even, yeah, wouldn't even think of damaging on a house. And that's, that's why I stopped pressure washing, um, back in 2011 or if, is it 2011 or 2012, I put a um, hole right through a lady's window and caused $4,000 of damage, um, because I was standing too close and I just shot and, and it just, you know, broke the and window. And that's another side of why I wanted to talk with you. It's like, what is your experiences and what were, what scares you away from it like that? And that's what you're already Yeah. So you got, and, you and got, what, <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to, um, shooting the window, you, you definitely got to make sure you're far away from it and you're, you're using a, the 40 degree nozzle, which I believe is the yellow or what I don't, I don't have, um, the, they're in order on, on the pressure washer. Oh, the, one, the, the one on the far left is um I believe zero degree. Then they have a fifteen degree, maybe a thirty or forty. But you'll just look at the nozzle and you'll see how 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 wide it is or whatever. Um, here's a huge tip: when you put the tip on the wand, always mm-hmm. shoot the um the grass uh first or you know oh, sh- sure. shoot it at whatever. Because one time um. You know, we went to um, spray it. Oh, you shot something! And the oh wand, it wasn't secure uh, all the way. And there goes the, <laughs> there goes the, uh, the nozzle flying off and, and put a chunk through this, um, through a customer's house. So, uh, oh, yeah, man. man. So, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, uh, you know, putting a dent in the house, breaking a window. Those, those are the kind of things that that. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not, this is too much risk. I got way too much stress in my life. So, but both of those can be, both of those can be avoided. And it was, you know, it, it's not a reason not to do pressure washing. Um, the, the nozzle putting a dent in the house is avoided by um, triple checking that it's on all the way and then just shooting it at the grass first or somewhere that if the yeah. nozzle, it's just like using a gun. Um, I, I don't know if you have a gun, but you never point, you know, you never, you never, uh, <laughs> you, you never pointed at somebody and it's the same concept. Yeah. yeah let's not do that. <laughs> it's the same concept with the pressure wand. Um, don't point it at the house, um, point it at the grass first. And then once you know it's on there, um, then you can fire away. But at the um, windows, just always make sure you're far away and just, you know, real, be real gentle. Um, when you get to the corners and, um, just, just kind of baby it. But with the solution on the house, all you're doing really is a rinse. And then the solution will get rid of the mildew, um, and, and all the gunk and dirt. And then with the, um, the, once that does its course, then all you're doing is rinsing again. So when it comes to a house, you know, the soft washing or whatever is you're not using a high pressure. Um, and, and that was a mistake I, I made early on as I thought I was cleaning mm-hmm. the house with the pressure, but really you want to clean the house with the solution. Now on the driveway, 
and on the back porch patio, concrete slab and stuff like that. I just think the high pressure is going to do it. Um, especially. And I've seen that and I've seen that mostly on the videos that I watched and the people that I've just kind of chatted with from here and there, they're saying they're being, they're being consistent with what you're saying as far as the house versus the concrete flat surfaces is, is that exactly just for, um, just the different looks of them, I guess. And then I guess cause the concrete that's more, you can be a bit more rough on that as opposed to like someone's home and, I mean, cause there's, there's grout and all that other stuff up on the, on the brick or, um, you know, even if you're dealing with siding, if, you, if and, and here's what I've heard, that's why I wanted to ask you, um, like on a trailer home or something like that, it's almost like you're using a trimmer around the base. You might, you know, gouge out that bottom half, you know, and, um, if you're not, if you're not seeing what you're doing and, and yeah, I'm not approaching this like, Hey, I'm going to be a full on pro grade seven figure company power wash. I just want something that I can tack on like on, like on a, like on a single day or maybe replace, you know, a, a, a quarter of my route mowing wise with something a little bit more high margin. And, 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 and you're, you're pretty much kind of telling me all those different little principles to kind of stay in that, in that lane. Cause I can already tell just from what you're telling me. Um, I mean, it's almost exactly how I would approach something. Um, if I knew what I was doing, what you do, I don't, and that's why I'm, you know, but you're in the same mind frame that I am. Cause I was, still am, you know, owner operator and just can't seem to find the guys to do things diligently. So I'm like, well, maybe there's something that I can tack on along with the syrup, the mowing while I'm there. And then maybe on a different day I can come back and, and take it and, and not leave so much on the table. You know, if I can't keep guys, I can do mostly on my own or a part-time helper. I do have, I can do that and shoot. I know we've talked about this. Y'all talked about this on the podcast. If you make, you know, hundred clients, super strong, multi-service clients you've had for a long time, somebody would be aching to buy that up for a good margin, you know, five, 10 years out because they're, they're worth more. They're not just mowing, you know, it's fertilizer, power washing, poop scoop, uh, trimming, you know, you're kind of doing pretty much everything on the ground <laughs> for the most part. Uh, and, and that's what I'm trying to, trying to aim for. And I, I would hate to do that. I mean, you've, as far as not securing the nozzle, that's my biggest fear. I'd probably put more windows out this year for some weird reason than I ever have. And I can only imagine something like that with that much higher of a velocity. $4,000 worth of damage? Was it like a stained glass window or something? You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock. 
helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track It has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. My name is Juan Balthazar with BLC. We would like to invite you uh, to Signal Green September 18th, Saturday at 3 o'clock in Nashville, Tennessee to come and have a good time with all the lawn pros and network with each other. See, See you there. You there. Nos, Nos vemos in Nashville. Well, the, the, these people lived in a... Um, one of these country club homes. And, uh, I mean, it, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know how it was $4,000, but it was, I was up on the, the top floor. This house is maybe four stories. It's got a golf golf hole in the backyard and a swimming pool and a really nice country club. And I'm, I'm on the top of the deck and I'm shooting up to like the, where their chandelier is on the top of the house, real fancy windows. And, and them things just, uh, shattered it and they had to replace oh they had to replace the whole thing at the at the top of the house up by the chandelier and uh yeah it was it was uh crazy that'd be enough to get me yeah and that'd be enough to get you out of i mean especially if you're just starting because it was 11 and 12 you had just you just started getting your feet wet for a oh, few years and trying I, to i was i was broke but <laughs> i was broke busted and disgusted and here i am trying to make money to get out of my mess and here i am blowing out windows so <laughs> Um, cause she, oh. she, I was a yes man. She's like, uh, can you, uh, pressure wash my, um, you know, my house. And I was like, of course, you know, and I just went to home Depot and I was like, can I rent a pressure washer? And, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, see. I was figured it's simple, you know, and just cleaning away and boom, but busted yeah, out the window. You walk away from a house looking like a but, um, Swiss, slice of Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, but back to the um, pros of it. So, yeah, you'll get the um, customer's information. So when you go to sell your business one day, your customer list, book of business, work history, you, you have all that's going to beef up your the sale of your business. And then um, the man hours, th- those eight rectangle driveways that are common in the neighborhoods here, I would budget two man hours. Uh, you know, if you, you, you get there, you unload the pressure washer, uh, connect the surface cleaner. Um, there's like a, a ball valve thing. I think it's like 47 bucks that, that can connect it. Um, the, the piece will connect the pressure washer uh, to the wand so you don't have to turn it off every single time um, that you switch the um, the surface cleaner to the wand to, mm. to do mm. the corners and stuff like that. Excuse me. So get there, unload, set all that up, take the hose. Um, I bought a hundred foot sturdy, heavy duty hose. You're using hundred percent of time using the customer's water. Um, and then, you know, let's say that takes you 10 or 15 minutes to set all that up. And then there'll be the reciprocal will be 10, 10 or 15 minutes to tear all that down. It's really simple. It's, it's not unloading it, connecting the wand, connecting the hose. I mean, it's doesn't, it's not time consuming, and then you just start, you know, um, I rinse everything down and then I, I take the surface cleaner. And like I said, I double do it. And then, um, if it's a really hot day, once I'm done with one, one rectangle after I do the surface cleaner, then I'll, 
um, do the little ball valve thing and I'll um, put the wand back on it. And then I'll rinse that rectangle completely clean because what will happen if it's 90 degrees or even 85 degrees, all that dirt that you just sucked up with the surface cleaner is still sitting on the driveway and then the heat will bake it kind of back in. So um, definitely before you get too far ahead, I I just kind of like to work in rectangles. You know what I'm saying by a rectangle? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The little pieces of, where the divide the, exactly, the lines where the, the concrete are yeah, yeah. i mean mm-hmm. it could be a square in some cases but usually it's a rectangle so after i do one of those then i'll just switch out real quick and i'll i'll wand it more so rinsing it and then i'll go on to the next one with the surface cleaner and then i'll rinse that and then by the time i'm done it's completely clean and um Anyway, that's two man hours. It'll probably take you like an hour and 20, hour and 25 minutes to surface clean it and rinse it once you really get good at it. And then you tear down. So it's like two hours. As long as the customer doesn't come out and talk to you and flirt with you and all that crap, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. But, um, sure. you know, if you, if you, I hear you, man. If you, <laughs> if you can tell Sweet Sue you don't want any tea, you know what I mean? And just, uh, just work. Um, then you're looking at two man hours so you can stack them, you know, stack two, three, four in a day and, and hit your thousand dollar revenue for the day or, you know, eight, 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 eight hundred to a thousand dollar day, um, by just stacking them, um, is, is definitely what I would recommend. And that pushes me into, uh, another point that I want to ask you about. I'm sure you're asked this regularly, like anything else, uh, pricing, um, I mean, we're, I'm very familiar on how to price other things, but on power washing, I mean, how do you approach it? Do you mean, do you do it like by the hour? Do you do it per unit, which kind of like per square, per square foot, um, per rectangle, as you would say on, on these pieces of, of drive? Uh, I mean, how do you approach uh, pricing on, on power? Is there minimums? Do you have like a minimum where you come out to like, oh, okay, you, you kind of have an idea. Let's say uh, ideally I have a client that I mow uh, she asked me, Hey, I got your email about the power washing and come out and give me a bid. Well, it's a $150 minimum, uh, up to an hour or something like that. Um, well, well, how do you handle all that, man? Yeah. So I think that if you know what neighborhood you're going to market, just talking about cold customers, let's say there's a neighborhood and you know, okay, it's a cookie cutter neighborhood. So all the driveways are about the same. That what I like about that is if a lady uh, texts or calls you or customer, then you'll know. Okay, yeah, those are those are 175 or those are 225, and you can just automatically fire off a, a quote saying, "Oh, you live in Hopewell Manor," or "Oh, you live in, um, you know, the Landings," or "You live in whatever the neighborhood, Cedar Park." You know what I mean? Oh, you know that, that'll be 225 because uh, they're all they're all about the same. Um, gotcha. Okay. So. Uh, well, then when you come to your existing customers, maybe that are all over the place, uh, it's just going to go by the size of the driveway. So I've watched so many YouTube videos and, you know, I, I don't want to give you the menu. I think you kind of explained it a little bit of some of these guys that are really into the pressure washing on the YouTube charge by square foot and all that stuff. But I ain't got time 
I, I don't have time for to, to drive out to your house to measure your driveway and your sidewalk and your back patio. Just, no, this is I. personally, this is personally my no, life. I, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't have time to do that. So I'm, I'm going by in, um, an hourly basis. And here in Atlanta, the, I mean, it's $60 per man hour is just that that's where our market's at. It's a very, very competitive market. Um, it, it, this is lawn care prices. It's, that that's what I've, I've interviewed countless guys in Atlanta. $60 is, is kind of what guys are charging a, a dollar a minute. And so if you want to kind of take that mentality and, and, you know, beef it up just a little bit, let's say $75 an hour. Um, mm-hmm. and you're, like I said, a two hour minimum. So $150 basement is you can never charge under $150. I don't care how easy it looks. Cause like I said, they could come out and talk to you. S- something could happen that it's like two, two hour minimum. And if you're going to charge $75 a man hour, then, then it'd be 150. And then if you want to work your way up to, um, two twenty five, if, if it's, you know, if they're like, can you do the slab in the backyard? And then you're going to have to, you know, take your hose and, and go put, you know, go plug it into a different faucet or something, then, then you might be in the 225 for three hour um, range. I had my buddy call uh, one of the professional companies just because I was, um, I wanted to study the market. He calls them out and they'll clean his house uh, for $180. And I was like, dang, that was, uh, I was expecting it to be higher than that, but these guys have, you know, they have the tanks, they have the hoses, they have the, they have that $30,000 rig I was talking about that they're, they're, they're locked in and focused, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, they got their numbers. uh, That's super low. In my opinion, I I was expecting it to, the quote to come in higher than, than 180 to pressure wash the house. But so, so what I, what I say by that is the really, really elite professional pressure washing companies are so tight that their prices are kind of low. So we can't get too carried away, but if it's a customer, if it's a customer that you've already been working for, for years, um, two to three man hours is very reasonable. If if it's a regular size driveway, now if it's a huge driveway, um, I watched Kevin Hansen do one in Oklahoma as a driveway. I forget who it was. I think it was Kevin Hansen. It's a huge driveway. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that could be mm-hmm. a four or five man hour job. So. Yeah. I've seen some videos where you know, I found there's a couple of people there on Instagram that, um, I went to their YouTube things and I mean, I've seen everything from one that's taken two and a half hours all the way up to 10 hours. Like they're out there all day, like the kind that, was it the semicircle driveway that it starts at one end yeah. of the property, goes around, uh, centers right there at the front door, and then ends on the other side? Saw somebody do that. They were there a full a full man day. They were there for like nine hours or eight something hours. It was there's a lot. I don't, and then of course you have ones that you're you're referring to like these cookie cutter ones, you know, two and a half, three hours. That's if like uh, depending on how I guess how dirty it is. That's if they don't want to have something extra. And the other, um, the, the other supply, well. the other supply and demand thing is, let's say it's it's a spring rush and your schedule is just packed out, and somebody calls you and they're like, "Hey, can you pressure wash?" You know, then you can just jack the price up, and if you don't get it, it's no big deal. But then, right when it's like a landscaping yeah, when when things are slower, you want to you want to just stack up revenue, you know, then you can. You can just give them, figure out, is your hourly rate $60 an hour? Is your hourly rate $75 an hour? 
I'm, I'm talking driveways. Now, if you get into the house, then in addition to the um, time, you're now getting into that easy wash. Um, you know, you have to go out and buy that thing. And depending on if you get the one gallon or the five gallon or two and a half gallon, uh, you know, how, how big of the solution are you buying? You definitely have to pass that cost plus a markup onto your customer. Um, but I, I was just giving you the time pr price by time on the driveway. But if you're going to use solution, well, you definitely want to use solution on the house. You know, you, you, you want to bake in the, the solution on that. And that's where those big companies that invested the $30,000 into their rig are going to beat us on price. Cause they're so efficient where, well, it's just like treatment trucks. I mean, you got these $50,000 rhinos, yeah. you know, that, you know, they have this great, you know, high dollar solution, but they bought hundreds of thousands of gallons of it, you know, across the state. And, you know, we're over here just backpacking this stuff. So yeah, they could probably treat a lawn, still make money in about a quarter of the time that we could and still only charge 50 bucks, but we got to charge like a hundred or like 80 or 90. It's, it's the same principle. I, I totally get that. I totally get that. Yeah. But I, I, at the end of the day, it just, it just comes down to time. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what you can get away with in the Dallas market. It's cutthroat. We're very much like yours. We're, we're very much like yours. Uh, I remember getting into the business, Toshnik even, and a couple other guys were saying 40 to 50 an hour. And over this last few years, a couple of years, I've been hearing 65 to 90 an hour, depending on what it is. But it's been, I've had my stuff set at 60, 65 an hour for a while. Um, but then of course, you know, a different venue, I don't know what other people are charging and I've done that already. I've tried to see what other people are charging, but it's just a whole bunch of, um, I put my prices up on, on the web. Other people are like call for a quote, you know, so it's hard to, <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to shop other people unless you like waste their time. And it's just, I don't really care to do that, but you know, if it's, it's just something, that I want to pursue. It might have to be, I might just have to go ahead and do that. But I, I really think it's about the same as from what you've, I think the climate of, and the, and the temperament of clients and the, and the pricing pressure and all that's probably about the same as over here. Cause I mean, if I'm charging, I can't go, my average lawn here for about a half hour, 20 minute cuts about 35 to $45, depending, you know, give or take, uh, I can't go charge in a, you know, $80, <laughs> even though that makes sense for business, I can't charge $80 for a standard weekly lawn cut, you know, but, um, that in between I could probably get away with 50 or 55. So, I mean, that could equate out to if you do two lawns in an hour, you know, these jobs here, if you do two lawns in an hour, you know, I mean, that would break out to the average would be around 70 ish, 70 ish an hour. I think. Yeah. Be, now the, the um, benefit, the benefit of a rare service like this, I mean, the, lawn maintenance is so saturated and, and the market is pretty aware of pricing. So what I mean by that is the folks that live in the neighborhood, they're talking to each other. Hey, 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 uh, Hey Rick, what do you pay for your, you know, your grass guy? And he's like, Oh, 35 bucks a cut, you know, the, and Bob next door is, Oh, I pay 40, you know, and, and uh, people are kind of in the know when it comes to what do you pay for someone to cut your grass? But when it comes to, uh, pressure washing the driveway. Most people don't get that done, uh, you know, in a, in a, in a regular year, 
the average homeowner doesn't get their driveway pressure washed and they might only have it done one time while they live in that house. Um, uh, uh, you know, I just actually did a job for a lady who's, uh, she actually sold her house. So I I think, uh, the guy on the YouTube, his name is the doc. He's like, if you pressure wash your house, it's a $10,000 add on to your sale price. Cause it just makes it look cleaner. Hmm. There's actually two, two customers. This is my second customer. Now the pressure washed and then they sold their house, but I guess I don't think they sold it. Just got kind of pressure wash. I think the, the market's white hot, but, um, but, um, so, so I say all that, like if someone wants their, their driveway pressure washed, like they're, they're, if they're having that conversation, they're probably going to have the service done anyway. And if you tell them, you know, 150 bucks or 225 bucks, that's such a big, no big deal. And, you know, if, if, if someone's already shopping for that, they're not going to go out and buy a pressure washer and do it themselves. So it's like, it's not like they're going to be like, well, let me get on, let me get three quotes. You know what I mean? It's, it's, as long as it's reasonable, I, I don't think, you know, you should have too much problems, um, with, with those rates. And then your, your existing customers, you could just feel them out. If you know, the, the, there's some customers that just love me and no matter what I say, they're going to probably do it. And I don't want to take advantage of that, but you, you could, you know, you know, your existing lawn customers, if you have a really good reputation with them and their driveway is a little bit bigger and you're like, Hey, three fifty or whatever, then, you know, you, you can just kind of feel it out. I, but I personally, I, I don't have, I'm not going to go out there with a measuring wheel and measure their driveway and then, and then run it by a square foot. And, uh, I, I, there are a lot of companies on YouTube that say to do that. I just, I mean, I have a pie. I, I my, my life yeah. is maxed out. It's just like, and this is my advice to you. Start with your, you know, um, buy a, buy a, a Simpson or an echo, or if there's another brand, it'll be echo. I'm an echo rat. I'm okay. The, 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 the PW 4,200 is a little bit of overkill. The, 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 the one below that will be more than enough pressure to clean a house or a driveway. But, um, the 4,200 is that will, that will slice your toe off in no time or your finger. I mean, it's, okay. it's more than enough pressure too much pressure honestly for most surface cleaners because most surface cleaners um i i couldn't i couldn't use echo's own surface cleaner because its max was 3500 psi so i actually had to buy a simpson surface cleaner to go with my echo pressure washer because i bought too Uh. much pressure so you you may if you if you want to buy echo's surface cleaner you may want to actually buy their thir- 3,000 unit. I don't know what it is. It's 3,200 or 3,500. I'll go look. I mean, I'm at a dealer here. It's no problem. I'll yeah. But anyway, Simpson, their their surface cleaner can handle up to 4,500 PSI. So and that, that surface cleaner is awesome. I didn't so, even think about that. I didn't even think about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, oh, I didn't either. Cause I was like, I'm going to get the echo thing. And then it says maximum PSI was 3,000 something. I was like, well, my, things 4200 and i didn't want to dial it back or whatever so whatever i just right. i got the simpson um surface cleaner and it's solid <laughs> you hook up you hook that thing up you get up there you get on a customer and they're wanting they're all happy they want to watch it and then that thing pops off <laughs> oh <laughs> man <laughs> that'd be awful uh so, fencing um do you have do you do you do fencing at all like um power wash off like wood wood paneled fencing and and things like that. Yeah. 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 You, you got, you gotta be, you gotta be delicate because it just depends on the age of the fence and 
what it is, but yeah, that it'll definitely it'll definitely clean that off. It's just if the okay. fence is super old, just it, it all comes down to communication um, with your customers. But I wanted to share this real quick about if I was in your shoes, I would take your current list and hit up a hundred percent of your customers during the during a slow time when your when your schedule's not crazy high demand, and just say, hey, I'm I'm pressure washing driveways. Um, I'd love to clean up your driveway and, and the sidewalk to your front door and your sidewalk. You know what I mean? And I even do the little part out by the street that goes to the right up to the curb. Um, I don't know. Oh, what yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, but I clean that thing mm-hmm. for them too. So I, I, I think that's low hanging fruit. All your existing customers hit up a hundred percent of them and offer, I wouldn't even say their house. I would just offer with their driveway. And then if they say, Hey, can you do my house too? Then, um, there's more risk with the house because I'm a little slower. There's no way you're doing a house in two hours. It's going to take you, you know, three, four, seven, eight hours. It just depends how big house the house is. You got to, you got to untie everything and, um, you know, plug it into a different faucet, you know, and just you're moving around. It's just, it's a time consuming thing. I, I'm definitely haven't got that down to efficient. See, um, but well, I'm glad you're saying that because one of my one of the, the guys I'm going to be running after when I jump into this just to kind of get it off the ground, get some, some revenue flowing that way is I got a buddy who does a lot of work with builders and he's like, oh, I can get you in with uh, two builders right off the bat. No problem. I have pull with them. And I mean, at every time they close the house or make ready a house, uh, power wash the house in the driveway. So, I mean, I mean, you can you can have, you know. 40, 50 a month if you, if you wanted to. Uh, so, and that's, that's one that I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, now these aren't like little, little houses. These are, um, um they're houses. They're like seven, 800,000, $500,000 houses. So they're all brick. Yeah. Like that. Just, just, you'll see what I'm saying. It, it, the house is, takes a lot of time. Just, you yeah. you got to be careful around the windows. You got to let the solution sink in. You got to rinse it. It's just, it's time consuming. I, I don't like doing houses. I, the, the, the driveways is like, boom, 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 boom. You know, you, you do three, four, yeah. five in a day, you hit 800, you know, $800, kind of that nice, nice daily revenue. You, or, or you could stretch yeah. it to a thousand for one guy. You know what I mean? If it's you, it's just like, mm-hmm. I'll take that all day long. 800 to a thousand bucks. And you, and you nailed exactly what I'm trying to aim for because it's like, well, if I can't keep guys on with me, what can I replace one of them? And I love mowing. But it just gets hard after a while, and it's exactly what you're saying. I, it, it, it takes my freedom away as opposed to allowing freedom to be there for me. That's why we got into this, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, if that's being taken away from me, like I just had a guy out for a month. Paul, I was working seven days a week mowing lawns, and it's, there's no life there. Yeah, the money's good, but what's money worth, honestly? I give away a thousand a week for a good, good uh, uh, worker that would show up, uniform, ready to go without complaining, didn't, and he didn't make his demands, right? But um, and that's why I was like, I think I need to do something like this. It, cause, and, and you're nailing exactly what I'm trying to get at. It's like, I only want to do something. I'll, I'll perfect it. You know, Spirit of Excellence to do what it is, but I don't, you know, I'm not trying to get a $30,000 rig and get on houses and, you know, do all these things, but I want to be ready. Okay. I'll start with the driveway. Oh, can you do this back porch? Okay. Let me finish here. That'll be an extra minimum of a half hour or starting in half hour increments or whatever you know, to do that. I guess I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick everybody's brain about on the pricing side about how that goes. And I, I don't want yeah, to get carried but, away. But I, 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 I want, okay. 
once you get your pressure washer, um, and then definitely hundred percent get a surface cleaner, hundred percent. Um, I did a few jobs with just the one cause I wanted to make a YouTube video and it's, right. I mean, it's cool for the YouTube video. It looks pretty cool. I was watching, um, what's the, Brad, Brad bear and, uh, you know, doing the wand and I was like, oh, I want to try that. And it, I made a video and then smiley face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all, all that's cute for YouTube, but not cute for business. Yeah. The the surface cleaner will clean the same area and like 10 times. Hey, let's be realistic here. <laughs> yeah. To, he, he's yeah, doing sure. that for the views, but not for, right, the, right, right. not for the efficiency. So get you, so you get your surface cleaner. Um, that I'm telling you that Simpson thing that I got, I think I got it on Amazon for, I don't know, 300 and something bucks, three, three, uh, it was in the threes. I, I remember that. And it was off Amazon and I got the real strong one that can serve up to 4,500 PSI. And then the echo PW4200 pressure washer. I would just start with some driveways. Um, if you got some low hanging fruit with some customers or, a uh, a, a neighbor or a friend or what, whatever, and just get a couple of those under your belt. Cause you could, you could do three, four or five of those in one day and hit 800 to a thousand super easy. Right. But like I said, that, 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 that professional setup, my, my friend's house isn't that big, but they're only charging him $180 and they're, they're in and out. Cause they got, I mean, they are in and out. These guys are perfect well, they and they have all sure. their extensions and all. The, I mean, they, they are outfitted to clean houses. And for us as a solo guy, and I, I you know, I, I've listened to you on Brian's show and you know, you've been at all these events. I, I can tell you are attentive to detail like I am. It's just going to take us a while and it's going to be very hard to make 800 to a thousand a day until you really get a, um, a lot of reps on your belt with the houses. Cause you're not going to be able to charge, you know, if you go out there and say, I'll pressure wash your house for a thousand bucks. You tell that to the builder, he'll tell you to get lost. Cause he could have another no, company. I've, yeah. Come. I've already, cause I used to, I used to work for some builders and I actually asked them about this several years ago before I sold that account off. And he was like, yeah, he's like, he actually discouraged me because I was a long guy for the account for them. Mm-hmm. And, and he actually discouraged me cause he's like, uh, you know, these are only, you know, these, these max out on a hundred dollars a house and it's a whole driveway, whole driveway, sidewalks. I mean, the patios, the yeah. actual house itself, everything except everything except the roof. So I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, well, that so like, that's that's not that's not today. I mean, I understand where he's going with all that, but you, you have got to charge your. $60 is the basement. I would, I would stretch the 75 bucks and, um, you know, per, per hour. And I, I don't, I don't think it's, in, I don't think you can do a good job and charge anything less than two man hours. Cause you got to set up, you got to tear down. That's a 30 minute budget right there. By the time you take your key out of the ignition, you unload, you find the faucet, you hook up your hose, you hook up your hose to your, um, to the machine, you, you hook up your, surface cleaner that's 15 minutes minimum and you have to do that twice because you got to you know you got to tear down and and i i coil up the um the hose you know you, you gotta you just you can't just throw it in your truck you got to coil it up perfect and um oh you know that's 30 minutes right there and then if you give yourself an hour to an hour and a half to clean the driveway I mean, it's, it's a two hour minimum and that's that's 150 bucks minimum and then it could be it could, it could easily be more than that if, if the thing, but what I wanted to tell you, what I would recommend is 
your low-hanging fruit with your current customers, hit up 100% of them, offer to clean their driveway. And then some of them will say yes. Some of them will not say yes now, but they'll it will be imprinted into their mind. Oh, you know, Andrew, Andrew cleans driveways. And then next year they might want to clean their driveway or they come in as some money. They might be like, hey, yeah, you know, or they see, see whatever. And then my second thing would be uh, pick one neighborhood that's cookie cutter that's not new because – New neighborhoods have clean, you know, clean driveways, but a little bit of an older neighborhood that's rag, you know, the dirt, dirt accumulated, you know, a neighborhood from the nineties or the, um, the models from the early two thousands, but not these new homes that are clean driveways. And then just do a, a, a Brian's lawn maintenance postcard. You know, it doesn't have to be his, but he, he, you know, he has a great postcard system, but you just, you just hammer out the, um, uh, marketing to that one neighborhood, you know, Cedar Park neighborhood. And then um, when they call you, you already know, oh man, there's one neighborhood in Atlanta. The driveways are all the exact same. It's it's all eight rectangles because they're, it's a cookie cutter. It's just the gotcha. right down on each side of the street. It's the driveways are identical. And so that way, when they call, hey, you know, are we, uh, we got your card or we heard about you or what, where were you at? Uh, Cedar Park, the neighbor of the neighborhood or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, cool. You know, it'd be 225 bucks or it'd be 175 bucks. Or if, if it's smaller, it'd be 150 bucks or whatever your thing is. That way you're not wasting your valuable time driving out there, getting out your measuring wheel. Well, it took you 30 minutes to drive there, 30 minutes. And then you put the quote together. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's an hour and a half of your time that you didn't get paid for. And then the lady's like, oh, well, we, we decided my husband's just going to buy a, you know, a raggedy pressure washer and do it himself, you know, and you just waste an hour. I mean, an hour and a half of my time, dude, that, life is way too precious for me to, it is. for me to be it doing is. that. So I, I'd rather know, um, all your existing customers, you already know the size of their driveway. So you can already, you know, if Bob, you know, your customer, Bob calls you. Yeah, man, that's a great idea. You, well, you already know. Okay. That that's gonna, it's a little bit bigger than normal. That's gonna be a three hour job. You know, you really like Bob. Yeah, Bob, it's, it's, uh, you know, we'll do it for 200 bucks or 225. And, uh, no, no, Paul, when you, when you quote and quoting your existing and, and new business, when it comes to that, I'm sure you're just shooting them out everything you're talking about. But now, are you including just the drive? Cause I know with us, it's the driveway and then there's the sidewalks down on the bottom, uh, at the end of the driveway as well in most of my communities. Do you include that with a single service or is it, okay, this is just the drive or how do you, how do yeah, you, yeah. So, so typically what it is, it's, it's the driveway, then it's the walk path up to the front door. And then it's the sidewalk, the community sidewalk down by the street. And then it's that little curbside thing in the street. And then typically the the cookie cutter ones that I've done have this little concrete slab in the backyard, right where they walk out the the back door. It's uh, it ain't no almond landscape job. It's, it's just like a little concrete slab. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. just running the pressure washer, you know, running the pressure washer on that and, and you're, like I said, you're looking in between two and three hours. Once you get good at this. And, uh, my problem was I was, I was so conscientious of time. I'm rushing through these things. And then I drive by two days later and I'm like, you know, 
Oh my gosh. I'm looking oh, at these no. streaks and it's like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> Brad Bear made it look so easy on YouTube. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> come, or, uh, the juggernaut, man, he, he made it look easy. And, uh, but anyway, after, after five or six of them, you'll realize, you, you'll, you'll realize what I mean by going slow. You still have to, the surface cleaner, the, 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 the thing underneath there spins like your mower a rotary mower spins real fast. You know what I mean? Then the water pressure is yeah. cleaning. So, um, you, you want to go at the same, um, uh, um, dur- duration. I'm, I'm, I'm missing the word, but you're walking left to right, but you want to be going at the same speed so that everything's, you know, being washed the same way with yeah, the, I understand the speed. What you're trying to say. And then, sure. I understand and then, like I said, you always got to go over it twice. So, but not, not twice in the same direction. So horizontal one way and vertical, you know, left, I like to go left to right and then up and down. And, um, on what per, per, uh, on the same per rectangle, I only, I only do one rectangle at a time. And then, and then I, and I swap out the surface cleaner for the wand real quick and I rinse it off and then I'm right back and I got my ear pods in I'm listening to, you know, Caleb Wallman or Fullerton or, or Naylor. Yeah. I'm, I'm always listening to podcasts, but I'm, I'm just, I'm locked in. And, and, and to me, it's like a game. It's like, I got to get this done under two hours or I got to get this done under three hours. And then, um, like I said, the house thing is just, the, it takes so much time. I, I, I'd, I'd rather just bang out, you know, if, if it, let's say it's, let's say it's two twenty five, you know, you can, you can, you can do five or six. You, I, I think I heard you tell Fullerton you like to sleep in. So I like to wake up early, but uh, you get started early in the morning. Again, I'm not like all the other professional lawn guys that you and Caleb getting up at four and five. Uh, Almond Almond holds the record, man. This, this guy, <laughs> y'all are better men than I, <laughs> I, uh, I was, uh, Brittany Nicole messaged me the other day and she's like, Hey, will you be on our podcast? I'm like, sure. And, and she's like, what about Thursday? I'm like, yeah. And, uh, she's like, all right, 7am. And I'm like, who schedules a meeting at 7am? <laughs> oh man. The, the, uh, the almonds, you know, usually it's like implied it's real uh, there. business doesn't start till eight or 9am and they're like seven. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Oh. No, I, I have, it was just, you know, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak kind of thing, sir. You know, <laughs> Yeah. I'm a night owl too. So I, I mean, it's all on me. I, I am, I, I get most of my work done after 10, you know, administrative wise, I come home from mowing around five or six, you know, do the dinner thing, you know, spend the time with family and wife and all that. And then I, I finish the rest of my day. Usually, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock, I'm invoicing, emailing, kind of doing the admin stuff. And before I know it, it's 12 a.m. So it's just kind of one of those bad cycles. But it's always been that way. I've been like that my whole life. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. All right, friends. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with Andrew Martinez. Spicing things up a little bit here. When you've done over 500 episodes, you know, sometimes we want to just uh, do something a little different. And uh, let me know your feedback if you like those. And uh, obviously, we would need the permission of whoever uh, we do the coaching call with to share that. But perhaps we can share more of those in the future. Thanks to today's show sponsors, GPS Track It, Hardscape Academy, and Jobber. Their information will be in today's show notes. Uh, GPS Track It has a phone number you can call. 
uh, to find out more about their fleet management services and how you can track the vehicles in your business or the equipment. And of course, the Hardscape Academy's uh, website will be down there. Caleb's got great resources to find out more about building stone patio pavers, retaining walls, and he does coaching as well as what I do. So what I recommend is if you're under about 250000 in revenue, uh, that's where I feel comfortable being a guide and helping you uh, grow your business and be more profitable, take your business to the next level, things of that nature. If you're above 250000 uh, Caleb runs a, a seven-figure business and uh, he has more experience uh, with you know larger revenue in, in business. So he could be good to do a coaching call with. Um, and then, of course, uh, Jobber's link will be in today's episode notes. That's the business management software that I personally use and recommend. Um, so you can click on that and uh, tell them Paul sent you and uh, they'll all take good care of you. GPS track at Hardscape Academy, Jobber. We vet anyone you hear on this uh, program. I, I have trust in them. And, uh, you know, we uh, our reputation is on the line. So we are very careful of who uh, we give airtime to on this program. If you guys want a coaching call like you just heard with Andrew, we can talk about whatever you want. Perhaps you want to talk about marketing uh, your business or uh, your service selection, as Andrew uh, was talking about, or perhaps you want to talk about employees or uh, just your schedule and your margin and, and what your role is in the business and working on the business and in the business and, and equipment and whatever. I mean, you can go any direction you want to go. You can talk about investing and all, whatever you want to talk about, you just go to greenentrypodcast.com, reserve an hour of my time, and we can do a traditional phone call if you're comfortable with that, or we can even do a Zoom video conference, uh, whatever you're comfortable with. It's just an opportunity uh, for you to kind of take your business to the next level through coaching because it really helped me in my business. Years ago, I hired a coach because this was before I got involved with all the social media and you know I could just call up Caleb or Naylor or Fullerton and pick their brain and you know have peers like that that could help me. I, I was struggling to have that. And so I actually hired a business coach who was not necessary, you know, he didn't have experience in landscaping or lawn care, but he would let me talk and he would help me to set, we'd set three month goals at a time that are measurable. And then each week I, I would meet with him once a week, we would measure and, and you know, the, the progress from the previous week and tweak and adjust and pivot to accomplish that goal and make sure that that goal was still, you know, what I wanted to be focusing my time and decisions on. And a uh, super helpful. I mean, I got so much traction. It was, it was re remarkable. Um, how important that was in my business. And so when I'm out on tour and things like that, we have coaching closed, but uh, this fall I'm going to have it open and uh, for, for quite a bit of time um, for you guys to be able to get on my schedule and we can dive into your business, whether you want to meet uh, just one time, if you just have one simple question you want to cover, or maybe you want to do weekly meetings and uh, really gain traction, whatever you want to do, I'm here to help greenindustrypodcast.com. You can sign up for a coaching call and, uh, or a series of calls. And I'd love to help you in your business. And, uh, last but not least the brand new book, best business practices for landscapers is now available. It's wisdom from leaders in the green industry. And so a link, uh, to the different formats of this brand new book. It, oh, I love the smell of this Mr. Producer. There's the, uh, what is that thing called? ASMR. I'm, I'm uh, Flipping through the pages there. I don't know how well you could hear that, but it's wisdom from leaders in the green industry. I feature folks like Andy Mulder and of course, Caleb Allman, Brian Fullerton, Naylor, you know, my friends like that. Um, what are they doing well? How are they winning in business? And I don't just focus on service-based uh, businesses as well, but guys that are selling products like Kohler Engines and Tor the Toro Company and Echo that have been around for 
so long. How have they excelled like that? And a lot of the answer is a championship culture. How do we have a championship culture in our business? And uh, like the folks at Trifecta Landscaping do. And so we talk about all that in the book. And, uh, you know, I shout out Andy Mulder and, and Mitchell Gordy and a lot of these guys. What are they doing well? What do I see them really excelling in? And then how can I emulate that into my business? That's what I shared in this book. And really, to, to really summarize it, it's I've done 500 podcast episodes. What have I learned sitting here chatting with all these entrepreneurs and business leaders about business? And I summarize that in the most concise way possible of what I've learned uh, from others in business. So my first book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, was more my storyline, what I learned from my stupid mistakes. And uh, this book is more of what I've learned from others from watching their success. Best Business Practices for Landscapers. Link will be in today's show notes. So we appreciate you listening to the episode. Always take a gander. Uh, if you want to hear more about a product or service uh, from Job or Hardscape Academy, GPS, Track It, or a link to the GIE Plus Expo or my book, or whatever uh, next step you want to take from listening to this show, we make it simple for you in the episode notes. All you got to do is click on that link, and it'll take you where you need to go. Thanks for listening. Smash that follow. We hope to catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.